0: Welcome to the Modern Feminine Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Allison. And we're your hosts. On this podcast, we dive deep into real-life topics and don't shy away from the hard stuff. Our mission is to eliminate the shame surrounding hard conversations and encourage more open dialogue about femininity and unapologetic authenticity. And sometimes we're just two friends bullshitting over an espresso martini. We'd love for you to join us.
1: Today, we're talking
0: about a fun, kind of spicy topic. A little spicy. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, teaching people how to treat us. And I think that does sound cliche. I think that we hear that a lot in the world. Yeah. I mean, depending on what circles you're running in, mm-hmm. you're in like ours, I
1: suppose, but maybe True. not something a lot of people have thought about still. Yeah. I guess I don't consider that. This perspective or the perspective that we have and we've each had a number of things i think in our respective lives in the past year or so that have brought this topic to light more and more.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a tricky couple of months with for friendships and you know, relationship things and um and it gave us quite a bit of fuel for this for yeah. this day. Yeah. <laughs> But I think first we'll talk more about how it applies to friendships. Yeah. And yeah. then later we do want to touch on how it looks in like a traditional a, a, a relationship that's set up more traditionally. Right. Yeah. Um, But I'm looking here at my notes and I'm like, which which thing should we jump off with?
1: Yeah. Well, I was thinking about kind of doing a little delineation where, you know, we could The other side of this conversation is like, well, people should be good people and they should show up well, right? Like we should have that expectation. But at the same time, I think the other side of it is how we're showing up, what we are accepting from people. Things like that is that conversation of of allowing people to treat us in certain ways. And sometimes it can happen where it's malicious and that stuff can happen. But other times, I think a lot of like well-meaning friends relationship whatever um things will happen and we're frustrated because people aren't showing up in a certain way or they're they have some sort of triggers or patterns that are popping up that have more to do with them but if we're allowing it then i do think it's on us to you know express whatever need or boundary or whatever that you know we feel is needed for ourselves and for us uh, for us to continue to show up in the way that we want to um, i think it can be difficult when the triggering and the patterning from other people is coming at us and you know there can be growth and learning just with starting to express more not being afraid to to do that mm-hmm. with the people we have relationships with
0: yeah and i, I also believe that in that same breath it's We can't expect that all of the people in our world are used to or are aware of what's what's happening for us or how we need them to show up for us or, you know, whatever our own processes are, you know, and um, the underlying, you know, I, I think. what would resolve a lot of that is communication right like Mm -hmm. not being afraid to actually be have the conversations yeah yeah
1: yeah. and I have a friend who I don't think she'll mind if I share this but this past year um, you know we came up upon some things that our friendship just wasn't it just wasn't flowing right I guess I don't really know how else to say it but I, I was feeling it probably just more so on my end and Having to like be brave enough to bring some of that to her attention, um, which is scary to do this all always, I think, to express something that you need or something that isn't working. um, and you know you worry about hurting feelings and you worry about you know the friendship maybe being completely disrupted, you know, right. forever, maybe for a time. But um, in the midst of the conversations we were having at the time, she expressed to me that she wasn't used to having a friend that was the level of honest with her that I was. And she's in her 40s. <laughs> we was in her 40s. And yeah. she's like, I've just never had a friend that was this honest with me. And so I think it kind of like it was made me think of it with what you were just saying, where it's like... Some people are used to this kind of, you know, having that level of honesty with one another and moving through it and all that. And other people, it just, if you don't have the practice with it, then you don't, you know? And so having to to, to navigate and get into that kind of stuff is not something that I think that we naturally are born with until
0: practicing. Yeah, I mean, def- I definitely had a similar experience when I became friends with you. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning. Because, yeah. I'm um, also, I mean, you have to, I was also breaking out of like a lot of the patterns that I was in in the past. So that was so in front that includes friendships, the types of friendships that I was in. And um, yeah, it is. I don't think that it's as common to be so plainly honest, you know, with people um, because we're all there. There's a culture of like be kind and and, you know, like this like martyred martyrdom right like caring yeah. for other people and just put your feelings aside put it yeah. aside and you know it's definitely not glorified to me like hey this isn't. i'm not good with this <laughs> yeah, you right. know? yeah it's just like a little bit more direct and i yeah <laughs> i wasn't
1: raised just to i was raised more on the kindness yeah. first thing yeah um which like kindness trumping all i that's not disagree so, yeah i totally disagree so seriously Um, You know, I honestly trumping all is like, you know, as you as you know, is more of a a greater value I can identify with than than kindness first. You know, being honest with kindness is has taken me practice for sure. I mean, when I first stopped putting kindness first and tried to start standing up for myself, I did. I had no idea how to do it. And it was with a lot of like reactivity. And yeah, like people in my life at the time like sending you guys all apologies because I didn't (laughs) handle my honesty as well as I feel like
0: I have grown to not that it's perfect still you know but I mean that was tricky I think that was definitely a part of me as like a teenager early adult like yeah being you know because i I would be the person identifying the elephant in the room. Right. So it was like, yeah, I'm the honest one. Nobody else is showing up this way. Yeah. It comes off really intense, you yeah. know, and also because I just didn't have the tact to know how to communicate it in yeah. another way. But, and cause it's like very emotion fueled. I mean, it's a very emotional, vulnerable oh, yes. yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. share. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's more relatable than maybe people may think yeah. in relationships.
1: And I'm thinking a, a lot about our episode on being uncontained and just kind of oh. this overarching theme that we have uh, for the podcast, which is to, if you're not okay with something, say it. Say it. You yeah. know, yeah. say the thing and don't let it keep going on. And, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, so it's like, acknowledging that it's vulnerable and difficult and scary but there's a way to do it and i think that this teaching people how to treat us thing is it really comes down to that it's like what you will and won't tolerate and what you expect from the people in your life and to to demand that To demand that in a feminine way, I guess, is what we're going to try and (laughs) demand
0: it. It It does look like you're like standing over someone with a finger over them or something, but it doesn't have to look that way. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, I I don't even think, um, I mean, in the times that you and I have gotten into those conversations or those situations, it's always come from like a place of... Like it was communicated with like, I'm feeling like this. And so I'm going to take a beat, yeah. you know, versus it being like, I demand that you let me be who I am, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, I have, um I was also thinking along the lines of just having like l- maybe better standards for our friendships mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of us are settling for friendships that aren't really working yeah. or um, we just get used to. I mean, we've talked about this in other other episodes, but we get used to just what we're used to, you know, mm. and it's there wasn't a lot of thought put into the people that are around us, I think, over yeah. time, especially friends that you grew up with and yeah. things that people that just feel like they've just always been a part of your life. Yeah. But uh, I mean, as you get older, being around these people i mean it it changed everything about oh how you feel about well about friendships in general but i mean it affects so many different aspects of your life for the people that you're surrounding yeah surrounding yourself yeah. with you know it's true they really drag you down okay. oh my gosh
1: i saw the best meme a couple of days ago that was like when you're evaluating it was about relationships like if you're evaluating a partner would you um want to become them would you want to be them and that helps you decide whether you'd want to like date that person and whether and like usually that's like kind of quickly like a yes or a no right <laughs> your face <laughs> like, and obviously like with a man and a woman it's like okay okay if I was a man would I want to be like, like that man right like do you have that level of respect for that man because I don't think it could directly translate like I'm a woman I don't want to turn into a man that's like this but right. you know I, I just thought that and I think it's that totally holds true for friendships though you know we making girlfriends keeping girlfriends letting people go it's like would you want to be this person like do you have that level of respect for them and do they hold values that you hold yeah
0: things like that yeah. so i think mine switches directly to relationships so my brain yeah. is definitely there <laughs> it's relevant for yeah. you yeah um I also i i also think along the friendship conversation though is i want to mention the uh, how we are also not expecting our friends to be the same as us right and um i think it can sound like we're communicating that because we're like you know expecting that they're going to treat us how we treat them right or something but um but it's more of, of of trying to create more of a culture within your friendships of being able to say what you need to say and also show up how you need to show up and not being being okay because I would need the same grace, right? Like and and I've I have fought through that in friendships where I can't 100% show up that way. and so if, if I'm having an off day, and so it would just make me want to pull away from those people instead of still show up that way even though when they're having an off day, it's definitely like known and it's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um it goes,
1: well, yeah. And the meme I was just quoting yeah. does make it sound like, you know, if you want to be that person yeah, yeah. and that's kind of why I was trying to touch on the, if you have the level of respect for them where you think, I wouldn't mind being that person. It doesn't mean we're the same people. It means like I can look at another person and see different things about them that I hold a great respect for. And my favorite parts of friendship and the women that I have in my life that I'm close to is that they model certain behaviors or values or whatever that I don't maybe hold exactly the same. Or they're not like my top strength, you know? So having people around us that you know like you're saying like the base level of allowing each other to be ourselves showing up in a in a important way and things like that for the friendship but then you know I love to see the levels of like more nurturing that you are and um and I do think more empathetic and things like there's certain values that and qualities about you that I don't have that I
0: see emulated mm-hmm. and um like to be able to strengthen yeah so. I feel that's a good point and I think respect, like you said, plays a huge role there. Respect for them, but also respect for where you're at, you know, and where, where if something's not if you're in a in a a dynamic where things are not feeling good, you know, also respect that person enough to be like, it's not working, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, like, with your friendship things, um, what your what your approach these days would be when people in your life are not treating you the way you feel you deserve or something is just they're just not showing up in a way that works for you like what do you do
0: well um (laughs) i've taken maybe the let the least feminine approach more recently (laughs) just because it um i have a lot less tolerance, you know yeah and I've, I think I kind of like out used all of my, my, my fucks in that way. You're giving Yeah, I used them all up. Are they They're busted? busted. <laughs> um But I, I mean, I, am just such a direct person. Um, generally if something's just not working and mm-hmm. I, um, I think I struggle the most when I'm in friendships where they aren't that way. And so I'm supposed to like read into something or like just yeah. know that something didn't go well and address it somehow. And that's yeah. been coming up more, more recently of like, can you just put it on the table? Can you just tell me what's, what happened? What's the deal? What's the right? What, like what's exactly. happening for you? Like, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and clearly, you know, more recently someone, you know, they they didn't want to talk about it and they yeah. were just like, I'm out. And I'm like, OK, yeah. well, that's obviously information for me because I'm a, yeah. like, let's talk this through more. Yeah. I mean, if I care enough, if I want to be in this friendship. That's yeah. definitely more uh, of my my typical approach. So. And I thought you would have. I would have. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. Um, But you know, I, I think that it was like, it was a bit of an, like an ego blow more than anything. Cause I was like, wait, like I show up for you. What are you talking about? But also I realistically, like it wasn't a huge loss because I've, um, my reaction since has, you know, my life has just moved on. Like, it's not like it truly (laughs) affected much. And that just is also information for me. Right. But, um, I like to handle things right away. I mean, I mm-hmm. much rather I if I sit on things, they get worse and worse and worse, and I create my own conclusions about them. And uh, uh, everybody, yeah, does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel, you know, you know, long-standing
1: opinion that you bury something and it just festers. You can't get away with it forever. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, and it's that can be really uncomfortable for people yeah. too. You know, because yeah. they're just it's just not as well accepted you know and friendships to be like well well that was a lot you know yeah and it can be a lot but yeah i had a situation with a friend
1: um prior to meeting you and i know i've talked to you a little bit about it but it was somewhat similar to what's happened to you recently where she just was i'm out just i'm out and prior to that i knew that things were not completely cool and we'd been communicating frequently but I have a sense for it and I'd asked her more than once if she was okay I don't know if that I ever said like are we okay but because I'm gonna I'm so direct that I'm, I'm I think I'm at a point now that if other people aren't I'm gonna think like it's probably not about me. It's about them. And if they want to be direct with me, they can you know? So I kept, you know, are we, is, is everything cool? And I knew she was kind of going through a hard time. And so I just chalked it up to, she's going through a hard time, but a lot of it was not that a lot of it was me. And some things I later learned about myself that her, her opinions of it that made it so that she didn't feel comfortable with the level of like how I was showing up and it versus how she was and what she was needing versus what I needed. And She peaced out on me. And so I know the ego, the ego blow of that, of like, what could I have done better? You know, like I was really and that that one was that was a hard one for me to digest because ultimately it was like six months or something before I heard from her again. And I didn't pressure it. You know, I could tell from how she said it is that she didn't want to talk about it. And I just let her be. And it was a good six months later that um, it I understood it better because she actually communicated with me and she knew that she couldn't, it was like I was teaching her how to treat me and she wasn't ready for it. You know, she wasn't going to show up to the friendship in the way that I was hoping and felt like she couldn't. And that was why she was out. And yeah, so it was just, it was an interesting lesson and I don't. It's not like I was like, oh well, I'll just take whatever you give me. I didn't. When the other six months later, I didn't do yeah. that. I just said, well, that's not, you know, well, you know, you know who I am, and you know what I'll give. Like I, I didn't do. There, there was literally nothing scathing or anything about what she said. It was just she knew that what I, what I expected, yeah, and she wasn't giving it, yeah to go too deep
0: into that story but yeah yeah i mean there that has definitely happened with other friends that i've even been still friends with now but what is so valuable about people in my in my eyes what's valuable about that friendship also is that they're continuing to show up even though they're like i'm not sure about how this is going to work like this feels really uncomfortable and a little bit weird Uh, This is how I want to show up. But like, I know that's different from how you want to show up. But like, can we keep the conversation open, you know? Yeah. And that there's that's like a a respect thing, right? Like just respecting each other and respecting each other's needs and boundaries and space um, that I don't think is that common. You know, I just don't think it's as as common in friendships. Yeah.
1: And I, I think that is like maybe the trickier part of this conversation and so, you know, what I was just recounting is not to say that I'm only going to have friends that are like, you know, super deep, all this stuff, all this stuff. Um, I have acquaintance level, like slightly more superficial, I guess you want to say it, friendships. But, um, you know, it's still I think more of teaching people how to treat us is, you know, knowing like the, that friendship with her, how I was showing up and the level of friendship that we had was in my brain, like, okay, this is how this is. This is how I'm showing up. It was a friendship very similar to, like, what you and I have, that kind of level. And so when, you know, what you're talking about, I think, is, like, people that are still, you know, as we learn each other, like, friendships can still... I've, I've had friendship change and evolve, and they're really close, and then they're not. Or then, you know, and so it isn't... I Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to go in circles to say, like, we have a standard that we hold but i think it's more about the respect piece than necessarily like
0: frequency and dedication and all that right. stuff right right yeah and directness i guess yeah this is
1: an important it's one it's
0: just kind of like the john mayer song like a sandwich What was what is it say what you need to say or whatever <laughs> oh so what he's saying. <laughs> i just always call it pops into my is head is that what that song's about <laughs> that's so funny someone i think that's what he's saying well, but you it was like to real quick. listen to it no, I said you want to sing. More. No, I do not want to do that. <laughs> you were just saying I starting don't know. To. I was trying to think of the words. But it's like, it's, it's just say what you need to say. Say it. Just say it. Just say it. Yeah. And it's like so easy for me now, especially because I've had so much practice with you, like over being friends with you. And I think that was like super shocking for me in the beginning. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I feel like everyone listening is just going to start being scared of me. No, it's not scary it actually was so empowering and even now i'll be like like i'll go down that road of like i have so many boxers to respond to and i'm and and i'm worried you know that like you're gonna i don't have time i'm worried you're gonna be like what are you thinking you're over there thinking like oh my god she doesn't care about my voxers <laughs> and i'll be like I don't think hey so. text you like hey can't show up today still love you Bye. you know it's like I'll be there. I'll be I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> um, because some days just can't do it, you know? Yeah,
1: well, and I think that's why I was trying to um not that eloquently say it's it's more about values, right? And not, yeah. you know, get to my voxers super quickly, because it happens on the reverse yeah. too, where you'll catch up and there'll be a lot of minutes and I might not, you know, if I have say to you on occasion like I have a lot of
0: responses
1: (laughs) I have don't have of responses or I have to keep this fairly light today because my own life is a little heavy or whatever so but yeah just the the mutual respect and communication piece so I don't think that um like I was saying earlier like I don't think most people most people are not going to be that malicious toward us so when it comes to like having things having our friendships and the people in our life and like the energy we're giving out to those things be feel like meaningful and worth it for us is so much just about communication of what we need and those that we want to keep around are going to welcome that might be tough might be painful you know like a a couple of friendships i've had in the past like it, it we did it, but it wasn't easy to work through those conversations. But, you know, I, the one, not the one I was just talking about, but my other friend specifically, that when she said that she hadn't had anyone be as honest, I mean, I feel like our conversations, and same with you, where we've been in these places of, okay, this isn't, this isn't, this, that, whatever, we grow as a as a result of that and i feel closer to these people than i did before yeah
0: because again they just said what they needed to say hey whoa this is too honest i'm not used to this
1: well and i think that being the thing i found with being this honest is that it's given these people in my life permission to do the same you know so it's like if i'm going to be this brutally honest and try to do it with love and kindness and um, and and respect for how they're going to be receiving my honesty. Like I, you have to have some self awareness about this because I know that I can come across that direct or that blunt and almost verging on, you know, slightly hurtful, depending on the person. And so just being mindful of that, but but giving that that just lets them be back honest right back at me, and you have to be willing to hear that stuff too
0: you yeah. know if i'm going to be that honest i have to let the people around me be that honest right. and so to me I, I do believe that it also just takes one person in your life that you really respect to be that honest with you and you yeah. and it, it opens up a whole world yeah. there's i mean even in my life now um one of my relationships is like she's struggling really hard with being honest you know at, with me and i'm just like I'm going to keep encouraging you, to be honest with me, because there's like a fear there that 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 I might walk away or she might lose me. But the the thing the thing with that is that you have to also trust that I'm valuing you. You're valuing me. This is valuable to both of us. Yeah. And I still I want you to show up authentically like where you're at. Yeah. Why? Yeah.
1: Sorry, no, I'm just from, my brain just keeps going to experiences I've had, you know, and, and having people be like, I've had people say that to me, like, I, but I don't, what if, what if you don't want to be my friend anymore? What if I, what about this or that as a result of me being the son or whatever? And I'm like, if you know me at all, I am not going to take the time to be that honest with you if I don't care, you know, if I don't care, like, see it like it's real fast and i used to be like a big bridge bird and i try not to yeah. be that drastic about actions anymore but it really is like the if i care i'm gonna put the effort in and actually speak to you and express and if you don't you know if you're not hearing from me that's actually more worrisome i hoping
0: hope you don't hear from mm-hmm. me but like, you're like ah. i'm shaking my boots <laughs> over here <laughs> <laughs> your your brain went straight to, to you and i yeah
1: oh <laughs> just the helicoptering thing yeah, yeah. kind of has me triggered there sorry activated oh, good to know
0: <laughs> this, this is very uh, honest. remember a girl's night out um, i do remember a girl's night out yeah i do yeah, remember the
1: most honest times from my side yeah i won't <laughs> forget i won't forget
0: we won't forget <laughs> Anyway. um uh, sorry we're you in the middle of a thought <laughs> <laughs> we we'll very much got interrupted i can't think of it now but okay. um but i think this is like a good spot to transition into how it works in re- relationships yeah i want to talk about yeah that. because i want to hear you talk about that well i don't know if i have a lot of super helpful information because i'm still figuring this out we're still you know somewhat new to being more feminine you know, uh, me being more in my feminine versus feminist, yeah. um, yeah. in the traditional sense nowadays, right? But, um, it's as far as again, it's a respect thing. I think us being able, Raúl and I, my, you know, you romantic partners, it's it's especially if you have more of a traditional setup. I mean, as you were saying, I hate to take your thought, but it is so true that it was the, you know, men in generally speaking, really um, need more respect than they need to feel loved in a relationship. Right. And yeah. and so you look that book up while you're talking yeah and women are the opposite right we need to feel loved versus necessarily respected and obviously if we, we need respect as well but we will t- like you said i'm totally taking your entire thought but it is it yeah, resonated completely thanks. but <laughs> it's okay um but it just once you said that and I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I I do I do have a much higher tolerance for Raul for him having a bad time and saying things that don't feel good, um, but then at the end of the day, I'll be like, you don't even love me anymore, you know? And yeah. he'll, like, he's like, thinks that's the most bogus thought of, ever, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: they yeah, they don't, yeah. And well, and it goes both ways because I think we so the book that I w- I brought up when we were chatting before we started is called Love and Respect by Doctor Emerson. I do I don't'm gonna say that um but the tagline is the love she most desires and the respect he desperately needs and it's a it's a very old book I read it a long time ago in probably on the recommendation of our uh, marriage counselor when I was married I'm just trying to find a publication date uh yeah 2004 but basically the concept is that women, will tolerate a lack of respect for longer than a lack of love in a relationship and the reverse is true for men. And so you know, within and like you're saying, what you're seeing and I've seen as well, if you're trying to ask for I'm sorry, like let's say demand, ask to be treated a certain way, ask for certain things to change or happen in a relationship to come from a place of respect of of the man, um, I think will keep us more in our feminine for sure. Because if we're saying things that are very accusatory in nature, making it so much about how they failed, the lack of respect they feel coming from us. I mean, not only is that putting us in like a pretty masculine energy to be like on the attack, um, but then if they don't feel respected, it's almost like they'll stop listening to us completely. Like they won't hear anything beyond that, you know. And I think the reverse goes for us if we don't feel loved. Yeah. You know, like I, I would stop hearing... Like if you, if that's not being communicated or in some way physically whatever verbally, then I'm like I I don't even want to have this conversation anymore if I don't feel loved. Yeah, any longer. yeah,
0: yeah. It makes me think of the. It's kind of an ongoing joke in our house, but I think it's an ongoing joke for a lot of people in their relationships. Is like, would you love me if I was a lamp? You know, like would you still love me if I was a lamp?
1: I've never heard this. Oh, or if, why like, lamp? If I lamp. Was- some a worm. inanimate object yeah. or and, oh,
0: but a worm is an animal and object, like so. a, like generally women want to be like yeah of course i would still love you you know it's like <laughs> and they're like oh fuzzy you know and yeah. and obviously this is a fucking lamp you know what i mean i still don't understand this joke but it's like, like why are we why are we lamps? like because i mean what i'm trying to get at is more that like women are always searching for love from their like show me you love me to prove to yeah. me you love me that yeah. much yeah even if i wasn't this body you know <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so if i was a lamp, i'm there's some, like really cute lamps. and i'll be sometimes but. i'll tell her i'm like if i didn't have an ass would you love me and he was like i don't know i gotta think about that one you oh, know oh, that's a hard one yeah um
1: yeah. well and i think that there's a lot spoken about that out in the world about women being like needy, wanting validation, all of that. But I feel like that, and of course there are, you know, when you're not in like the power of your femininity, that imbalance can happen where you're like seeking that externally because you're not getting it, giving it to yourself. Um, And know that like inherently you have that already. But I also think that that can come largely because if we're not receiving love consistently, In the ways that like I think each of us respective it's a little bit different whether it's love language or whatever you want to call it Um, for yourself if you like your partner should know how to make you feel loved and that if that's not happening if you're not being treated well or paid attention to or whatever like you know Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways that can be then that need for the love and the valid like that that's going to rear up in us because that's like our lifeblood for
0: the relationship. Yeah yeah. And and just in and in, in that same breath, the the respect is the lifeblood for them, right? Yeah. Exactly. And they want when I'm I don't always do this perfectly, so I know Raul's gonna listen and be like, Yeah, right. Um <laughs> but this is something that I'm working on as it being a, a major goal for me in our communication is it being more of, of offering him to be the solution, like I'm gonna yeah. show up this way. Generally, men want it to be a solution, right? They want to help you yeah. find it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always telling Raul, I don't need solutions. I need it, yeah. you to listen. You know, yeah, yeah. And but they want to. They, they want like get the they want to fix like yeah. hey, like it's not emotional for them. Like it's not mm-hmm. that deep for them, right? It's like what's yeah. the, so? What do we gonna do? You know, yeah. And so offering him a solution to whatever is happening in our world is is like motivating to him to be a part of. A part of this in general but also to be a part of the solution of it mm-hmm. um and the resolution right do you feel well so just challenging some of my
1: own thoughts and i'm not like inside of your marriage so um that much i'm but, like all
0: right that's <laughs> awkward people can be like oh They're like,
1: oh. <laughs> Rappel does listen to this too um no but i was just it was it was making me think on you know giving up because we're, we're talking about treating our partner like relationship-wise a man how to treat us and you're talking about helping show him respect by giving him solutions rather than just the problem or whatever Mm -hmm. and I'm just curious if like where that I feel like there's like a little teeter-totter of because I'm wanting a man that can find solutions Mm -hmm. right like that's in my that's a big deal. Like if a man can oh, yeah. solve for things that. Give me Ralda. Well so, I know, right? <laughs> like super. Okay, yeah. Um, so you're talking about helping by offering him solutions. And that I can I can see that rather than just like attacking and being like, this is the problem, this is the problem, this the problem. But it's like, so that's why I was like teeter-totter. Like I like that approach because it does seem like somewhat feminine to not just be like, you're just doing this wrong. You're like this is broken. Rather than doing that, you're, but what if you're doing that too much? Does
0: that feel masculine or? Well, I think it's more of I'm having a problem, right? Because, in our dynamic, you know, being super, you know, you laying it all out. In our dynamic, I'm, I'm, I'm the one at the home with the kids taking care of our life he's not there so he doesn't always notice that there's problems happening or there's yeah and also when if because we spend so much time apart i mean he's not always aware or at least not communicating that he's aware of the challenges that have that have come about where i'm over here like ruminating over like feeling this way or something not yeah. working yeah. so i think that they're they're also i and part of me be having that respect for him is also knowing that he doesn't have the bandwidth to be ruminating over mar- marital solutions. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, whereas not, not necessarily that I have more bandwidth for that, but generally like it's, it's in my, it's in my, 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 dis- my job description, right? Like it's in my <laughs> wheelhouse yeah. as the woman yeah. and as the wife, you know, it, in our dynamic to be, to, to be the one saying, Hey, like, I'm noticing this is coming up. This isn't working well. Yeah. yeah. What's this, what, like, what can we do?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is, it's making, I'm falling, it's falling into different fun analogies in my brain now. Like Like, he's the captain of the ship and you're the first mate or something, you know, like,
0: (laughs) everyone has to you do love, this you love analogies i, I don't know.
1: know why my brain just does them but I, uh it's more of like a if he's in charge of like the larger solutions like big directional shifts he's macro like macro and I'm micro. you're micro then yeah then, then okay. he's not gonna have micro like, solutions doing all the solutions but yeah. yeah and you're gonna be in like the women are kind of like in the muck right yeah. like Seeing all the little day to day, and yeah, I mean, I can, you're you're at home all the time. You're with the kids all yeah. the time, so helping with these smaller things, solution things that help contribute to like bigger picture yeah. driving of the yeah. ship train. the <laughs> <Well>, some vessel? <laughs> I just like a man in uniform. Sorry,
0: <laughs> it is pretty. It is pretty yummy. Um, yeah. but here's an example that I think will help. That like came up for me for us recently, that and this is not at all to say that like we've got this figured out because we sure as hell
1: don't. <laughs> like we're like time, the newbies yeah. of
0: this when it comes to yeah. really really figuring this out. Um and okay fine I'll stop practicing. Um, but we. So um, I'm much more of like I like a slower quieter house. Right. We've established this. <laughs> yeah. Um, And Raul's is the opposite. Like Raul loves like the big chaos. He loves the stress. He loves music going all the time. I was music going all music, the time. Music. Yeah. Like, and if he doesn't have TV's it on, on in the house, he has it in his earbuds. Like he is like, yeah, TV on. The game is on. It's super loud. He bought like the whole like Costco so sound well. barbs. Bass. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Situation. Whatever people use. We used to have in our trunks when we were in high school. I think it's a sub- subwoofer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm over here like turn the volume way down. Even when I'm watching TV. I, I read subtitles like yeah, more same. than listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, like i I H. I'm H.S.P. over here. So because he was aware of that micro thinking he's like i'll just work outside of the house like i'm gonna go and do i'm gonna go work at the the, one of the offices that he has i'm gonna go work somewhere else right not in our home office he's gonna because his voice is so loud oh yeah he's on a call and it's saying that like you hear ever like i'm on boxer with you and i'm like yeah can you hear hear this? I generally can't, but yeah, I believe especially you. when he's speaking Spanish if he's talking to like one of the guys that oh, yeah. yeah Hispanic um it's like it's I don't know he gets real real passionate in Spanish yeah, naturally but anyways yeah. it's like so he his his macro thinking was like, I'm just not gonna be home like I'll just go. I'll just go and like give you your space at home. Right. And like micro thinking for me is like, but wait, that doesn't fix the problem because you're going to come home. So like, yeah. how do we fix the, 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 the picture here? Like the, maybe it's a, the micro picture of like yeah. these moments at the end of the day that are still really big for me. Like, how can we yeah. meet somewhere in the middle? Whereas like, instead of being like, I need you to shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which like when I'm
0: angry <laughs> or like super triggered by the noise, I can be like, in my head i don't ever say that out i've never said that out loud but like definitely in my head i'm like oh my god i can't handle this so i guess it's like a a kind of ish an example of this because he thinks that he found a solution but truly like it was it is a solution for part of the day but there's another part of this day you know that we're not considering but that you see more clearly that yeah like yeah, how it affects information is contributing yeah, yeah. versus just sense. one fr- fraction of it right yeah so um but again that's like an ongoing conversation it's like i have yeah. to to communicate it with him but again coming from a place of respect like I respect yeah. you and I love, I mean, I respect him for what he's doing and, and that this is who he is, you know, he is this big yeah. person and yeah. that's part of what I love about him, you know, yeah. what was attracted to me, you know, about him all those years ago and still is. But, yeah. um,
1: yeah, wanting to change, you know, like coming from a place of like, don't do this mm-hmm. so that I'm more comfortable. Like that always comes off to our partner as that they need to change when most likely, Part like where you're just saying that you take these big parts of people away. If you just wanted to change, they wouldn't be the same person that we love. Like yeah. there's there's those aspects of them that might come out in this like frustrating way, but also makes him like the big person that he is and that you yeah. love. And you can't, you, yeah, because you also take both. Yeah. Take both. And I mean, yeah. I want a
0: dominant man, and you don't see a dominant yeah. man as like quiet, meek, and you know like that's not a dominant man to me you know I see him as I mean there are various sort of men that are quieter right but that's definitely not not. Not. I
1: don't think the typical like big dominant energy that we're attracted to yeah well and kind of what you were just saying was the next thing I was thinking is like I I like having these examples um, from your real life situation with like slightly tactical like how you approach this Things, but I think also it just is a lot about our delivery, and not just with the, you know, communicating things with respect to the other person, but tone and energy that we're coming from. Where it's like, you know, I in many situations I've been in in recent years, with a in a relationship sense, trying to practice like asking for what I need without a demanding energy it just or the thing that you're doing this I'm not okay with this like this is not going to be a part of my life like this specific thing and saying it from like with respect and kindness and the feminine energy rather than the like you shouldn't do this like how dare you kind of energy it's very different and it doesn't always have a different um reaction from the other like sometimes i think the more calm that you are the more frustrating it can yeah. be but i i've been on both sides i've been on the side of like you know screaming and throwing and just being you know all over the place because i was frustrated with how i was being treated or what was whatever was being done and trying really hard these days to be able to keep a very level head as i communicate what i need and what isn't working right
0: you know yeah the more worked up like your your people will a lot of times match you right mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it's the same with my kids i'm always i'm always saying that like my kids are yelling at me you probably you probably noticed this when we were together on friday tristan screaming at me and i'm like uh-huh. still talking to tristan in this level yeah. voice like i'm yeah. gonna match you he'll yeah. and he'll come down he'll get there he'll, he'll get, get there yeah. And it's great. the same it's the same with with partners I believe. Cammy. Yeah. And getting out of the feminine
1: into a more masculine approach. Uh for me that's used to be and so kind of is like it's a slippery slope. Like treat me better, do this better like kind of energy is like it feels um a, a different type of powerful, you know? that like kind of masculine to control like i deserve better like i hate to say almost like girl power energy a little bit um i just feel like you can you slide into that and you can kind of get stuck there a little yep. bit and it leaves us not like empathy goes by the wayside and all of that and yeah. yeah and then it's just it's just full of i mean this is where this bleeds into like the boundary conversation which is like expressing this stuff and saying the thing and doing it in a way that you can still love the other person respect and love them and not have you know resentment kick up anger and all those emotions that like will keep you out of your feminine for days
0: or weeks or longer you know if
1: you're sitting in that energy yeah
0: yeah i mean there's been many a times that i've been like i feel like i deserve I deserve better than that or whatever. Yeah. You know, even in friendships, you know? Yeah. And that is a really, a really ugly place to sit. And it you do get started. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, again, the EBG, oh. <laughs> like memories yeah. of being there, you know?
1: Yeah. But, so that's, I mean, that, that is a big part of why I try to come with the energy that I do know, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever, is to just know that... You know, I don't want to slip back into that resentful, angry. Yeah. I deserve a better place. Yeah. It's more about setting out those boundaries with the people you keep in your life and being patient, understanding it can take a minute for people to do better, and then, if they don't, then that's just more information yeah. <laughs> that's just information. Yeah. And, um, and almost always, I I think it almost always holds true that it has nothing to do with us. It has so much more to do with them, you know, kind of like the self, uh, self self-awareness piece with this stuff is it's like, we can expect better of people or more or whatever, different, just different. And people can be who they are and the way that they show up for us is, it's just our own shit. You know, it's not that we don't, we do deserve a lot. We all deserve good yeah. and better, but not everybody
0: can, not everybody's meant to give us
1: that. Right. All the time. And
0: as just kind of circle back to what you had said at the beginning, like uh, giving it to ourselves first, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, also know what it looks like when you're, when you, you've kind of honed in on what it is that you, you, you feel that you need. Mm-hmm. and you do that for yourself first.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know we I mean we have
1: multiple episodes I think that kind of speak to that like how to talk to yourself, taking care of yourself, things like that. Like the more love and respect I've had for myself first, uh the harder it's been to deal with people that don't. Yeah. You know, it just helps filter that out for you because yeah. you see very quickly when people aren't giving you the what you're already giving to yourself, it just feels incongruent. Yeah. So, well,
0: whereas well, that kind of goes back to what I had said about, like, I don't have as much tolerance for it anymore. Exactly. And I'm okay with that. Like, I don't want yeah. to build tolerance to that. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, having a high
1: tolerance for a lot of shit is, uh, is it's a hard habit to break, too, for those of us who dealt with a lot of it when we were younger. Yeah. So. Well yeah
0: okay thank you guys thank you
1: guys uh listening as we um get to chat and also learn what's in our own brains so it's it's a fun process for us. so we hope you enjoy it follow us comment leave a review (laughs) all the above we'll see you next time all right bye